0: This podcast is sponsored by 10ofthose.com. 10ofthose.com handpick the best Christian books that point to Jesus and sell them at discounted prices. This week, I've enjoyed a book called Tears and Tossing by Sarah Walton. And what she does is takes the image of all our tears being kept in a jar that we see in the Psalms. And she walks that through real life suffering. And, And for her, she has walked through a huge amount of suffering in her life. And as she holds out that image from the psalm, she holds out the God who sees our suffering and comforts us in our suffering. And as she holds out the God, she encourages the Christian, but also it would be a great book to give away to those who are wondering about where is God in this suffering. Highly recommend it. Authentic, well written, great for giving away.
1: Welcome to Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. My name is Sarah and I live in the UK. This is my sister Felicity and she lives in the States. Hello. And today we're looking forward to getting stuck into our next set of stanzas from Psalm 119. We're going to be looking at verses 113 to 144. But before we get there Felicity, tell us what's in your cup today.
0: Well, do you know, Sarah, I actually am going to just deflect that question because you've been talking about without telling me what's in your cup for, you know, a, a little while now. So I just I need to hear what's in your cup, really.
1: Today, I've got a, I've got a brilliant <laughs> cup of tea. I've got a beetroot with ginger and orange tea. And let me tell you, my son helped me make it uh, just before I came in here, and um, he was like, "Oh, it smells good, Mummy," and I was like, "Yes, yes, it does," and it tastes even better than it smells, which is quite something for a herbal tea, I find. So, yes,
0: absolute win. It, but I mean, when you say beetroot, are you like, are, are you tasting that kind of like earthy beetroot on the
1: pack here? On the pack here, it says thirty-nine percent beetroot. I can taste more orange than beetroot, but. I can sense it. I, it
0: it's per, it's purple, the tea, but it's not um, not overly rooty. Okay. Well, that actually sounds good. I mean, it's it's yeah. your description sounds better than the label on yeah. the packet. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm actually more excited about my biscuit today. I have just, I mean, it's a humble biscuit, but it's a winner. It's a party ring. Oh, you know, the ones is. with icing on. And mm. I actually took um, a packet of these to a play date yesterday with my children. And There was just delight amongst everyone because none of the American kids had ever experienced. No. Have you ever tried making them? I've tried making them once.
1: It's actually surprisingly hard to get the hole in the middle well and then put the icing (laughs) on with the like, you know, the different patterns. We'll have to put like post a photo or something because it's actually quite hard to make them. Yeah. Well
0: done for just buying them. Yes, I think I will keep buying them. I don't often have the inspiration to go and try and make them.
1: Maybe we should more, I don't know. Next <laughs> next season. Next season. Um, Christy, tell us um, tell us who are listening. So we're we've kind of quite away through the psalm now. What's it been like for you opening this up with other people in your church
0: community, around where you live? Have you been doing that? Like, how's it been going? Tell yeah, us good good question. I, I think because we're oh we're always talking about let's try and get it open with other people, aren't we? And and Psalm 119, to be fair, is not really the go-to. My, mm-hmm. It hasn't previously been my go-to in terms of, oh, let me get the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the longest psalm in the whole book. It's all a bit confusing and all that kind of stuff. But what I have found is that as I've been soaking in the psalm, then it's just been quite natural to take people to places in the psalm that are encouraging me or reminding me. Particularly, I really think the perspective we get on suffering here mm-hmm. and the way that God is very much in the suffering and the way the the psalmist is wrestling
1: mm-hmm. with
0: the suffering and talking to God very directly about that. I think that's been, I think that's been where I've been able to most bring it in. And I have found, my husband would say that I'm obsessed. I just can't <laughs> not take people to, I'm always telling him, like just Psalm 119, it's, what, it's where it's at. <laughs> what about, what about you, Sarah?
1: um yeah i mean i've been sitting it with my the bible study group at church so that's been really great to just have more voices and input other than just you and me chatting away um it's been it's been really nice to kind of hear hear their thoughts as we go through um and then i just picked it up this morning with a friend as well um, and we just reflected on what we'd be doing with the group but generally it wasn't we didn't like kind of just kind of get stuck into one particular stanza or anything. We were just kind of generally reflecting. But it was just really great. It was just great to just kind of walk through what verses have been helpful for this particular conversation or this problem or this situation and just to be able to find it in the psalm and to kind of pray that through then together. It was just a joy.
0: It was really good. So yeah, enjoying it. Yeah. So I guess we'd say give it a go, everybody. Give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Talking of giving it a go. Let's we go. <laughs> let's do it. So we're going to read um from verses 113. So shall I read the first two? You read the next? Sure thing. Okay, let's go. I hate double-minded people, but I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Away from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Sustain me, my God, according to your promise, and I shall live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me, and I shall be delivered. I shall always have regard for your decrees. You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their delusions come to nothing. All the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your laws. I have done what is righteous and just. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servants' well-being. Do not let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes fail looking for your salvation, looking for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your love and teach me your decrees. I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. It is time for you to act, Lord. Your law is being broken because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold. And because I consider all your precepts right, I hate every wrong path.
0: Your statutes are wonderful. Therefore, I obey them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant, longing for your commands. Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Redeem me from human oppression that I may obey your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant and teach me your decrees. Streams of tears flow from my eyes, for your law is not obeyed. You are righteous, Lord, and your laws are right. The statutes you have laid down are righteous. They are fully trustworthy. My zeal wears me out, for my enemies ignore your words. Your promises have been thoroughly tested, and your servant loves them. Though I am lowly and despised, I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is everlasting, and your law is true. Trouble and distress have come upon me, but your commands give me delight. Your statutes are always righteous. Give me understanding that I may live.
1: Thank you. Well, it like it feels like we're at a crossroads in this um, section, doesn't it? So we've come out of that kind of dark pit last time. We kind of saw that journey, didn't we, from darkness to light, um, as he kind of c- climbed out of the pit. And the word was this kind of ladder in that. Um, and here it seems like we've kind of changed tone a bit, and we're kind of he's starting to kind of look up and look out to the world around him.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think we have much more of the outside world, and in, in the in the sense that we have a contrast here between. The psalmist, who is delighting in the word, who is loving the word, who who just is longing for more of more of the Lord, and then the unbeliever, who is very starkly in a very different place. I mean, it's quite that verse one hundred and nineteen: "All the wicked of the earth you discard, you discard like dross." That's that's a very sobering and stark mm. image, isn't it? So it seems that he's very aware of those who are not like him, and not like him in the sense of that those who are not striving to to love the lord and to to live out his commands and i think that um in that is this sense of it, he's he it's really clear that there's a contrast but also a relief that he's able to say verse 114 you are my refuge and shield yeah
1: yeah I think yeah so I wonder whether we just kind of pick out something from each stanza and this in this that first one that is so clear isn't it he's so dependent on God's grace because as he sees he sees the brokenness around him he sees that well he he's there he's with them but by the grace of God and it's that kind of sustain me my God according to your promise and I shall live like that's the only way he's going to live isn't it
0: yeah and he's like
1: trembling with yeah. fear, trembling in awe because of the reality of brokenness and sin and yeah, injustice.
0: And that and that's quite something, isn't it? That he's trembling with awe at God and at what God righteously does to those mm-hmm. who don't don't follow him, but but also he's able to say, My God, my yeah. God, like the intimacy of that relationship. There's there's such confidence that he is secure and safe in the Lord. It's so
1: amazing that, isn't isn't it? (laughs) My my refuge, my shield, my hope, my God, my God, like within
0: like two sentences, there's like five my's and it's just like, cool, yes. (laughs) Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because if you stuck with the sort of just the trembling bit, you'd think, well, that's kind of right, like in a sort of like, you got the right view of God, but actually to have a right view of what God has done for us. And we were talking earlier, just how much more confident we can be as we look back on the cross and mm. know how, to what degree we shelter under the cross of Christ.
1: Yeah, he's so shielded by his salvation, isn't it, that then he can call out in the second stanza, he can cry out in verse 126, it is time for you to act, Lord, your law has been broken. Like, that is such a bold thing to say, isn't it? To plead with the Lord and to cry to him, saying, it's time, come on, like, act because of what I see around me. And you just think, wow, how can he go from trembling to boldly proclaiming, but the cross is the means because yeah, he's totally shielded. His assurance is completely rooted in his salvation promised.
0: That's exactly, isn't it? Because as he calls out for action, I mean, if he was not sheltering in the cross or in the promises of, of the Lord, then mm-hmm. that action would also fall upon him, which he's very aware of his sin, isn't he? I feel that like the psalmist is very aware that he's falling short. Mm. but and as as he sees that, but then he is, then, Absolutely secure, as you say, his assurance is sure. His assurance is sure. That doesn't really work, but (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. I think also we see that with the so in the second stanza, the word servant is repeated three times. And I think that just again is another reminder that his identity is rooted in who he is as a servant of God, as a servant of the covenant promise. So I think just those little clues just help us to see that actually he's completely kind of wrapped up in the arms of this covenant promise and as we know that to be fulfilled at the cross he's yeah that that is his means of being able to then cry out
0: yeah yeah and and, and in that then if you if we move on to the next stanza so then uh, 130 turn to me and have mercy on me as you always do to those who love your name and we have the lived out reality i think of what it is to be sheltering in the cross so that that Mm. to have the lord as your hope and your refuge means that you Expect mercy and expect yeah. him to. The requests here are like his desire is for more of God, isn't it? There's an expectation that God is going to give him more of himself, yeah. open up the word more to him, help him understand it more and more. And I think we've seen that all the way through the psalm. Like it's nothing new, but it seems that there's a certainty in this section that maybe it has grown since the last one. Because in, yeah. in many ways, his circumstances haven't changed. But no, something yeah, in him right. has. Yeah,
1: no, I think you're right. We've kind of seen that journey, haven't we? But I think what really struck me in this stanza is the fact that, yeah, that last line of streams of tears flow from his eyes, for your law is not obeyed. Like he's so burdened and grieved by what you're seeing around him. But actually, like it starts with his own heart. Like he's he's wanting the Lord to um to work in his own heart first, isn't he? He's concerned mm. for his own godliness. And he's not sitting in judgment. At this point, he's saying, Lord, work in me, direct my footsteps, let no sin rule over me. Like, whilst he sees the brokenness around him and he kind of grieves for that, he's also like persistently pursuing his own godliness, yeah, and not letting that slip, which I think is extraordinary, isn't it? In perspective,
0: yeah, I love that. That's such a good, good note there, in terms of just seeing both of these things, because it would be tempting to sort of jump. Either which way, wouldn't it? But actually, to hold yeah. both of them and and therefore to respond, and I guess there's a challenge there to us in on both of those parts, isn't there? Like, how do it's we trying. view our own hearts? Like, and and how tempted are we to then forget us in? Like, forget that we're tempted that way. But yeah. also, do I really cry about what I see around me? Like, am I pained by those who are not following Jesus? That is, I like yeah. that's not how and I there- respond.
1: And, the, and what we see of that here um where do we see it at the, at the end of the second stanza this like this kind of cyclical thing going on like he loves God's commands and because um he considers all his ways right he hates every wrong path and as he hates every wrong path, he therefore like runs to the Lord and, and loves God's commands and like it's all involved in, in getting the word open for ourselves isn't it and as he does that, he's seeing the world more clearly from the Lord's eyes Mm. and therefore he's hating what's going on and the injustice he's seeing and the law being broken. And so he's running to the Lord again. And yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm struck with that, that actually the more I'm in the word, the more that I will grieve for what's going on in the world, because I'll see it from the Lord's viewpoint. But I need to be in the word myself to do that, don't I? And he's, he's very much doing that. He's not just kind of proclaiming judgment on like sin and lawlessness he's actually his heart is focused on being there
0: yeah I think right. that that is just such a good point and that is that is I think what happens as you, you I think we can we manifest it by ourselves that like we evidence that the more we're in the Word, mm. the more we see things according to the way that God intends them to be seen and it prompts you to then want more of the best I think that's one of the things we've seen mm. throughout Psalm 119 is that the sheer goodness of God's ways yeah. and yeah
1: and then also that just makes um the, the last answer like the repeated word is righteousness all the way through actually as as the more and more that you're in God's word as he is the more he's able to trust God's righteous ways even though he doesn't understand the kind of extent of brokenness around him and I think that's so helpful for us isn't it Because there's, yeah we sit in a world that is thoroughly broken and yet can we can we pray these words with the psalmist that you are righteous lord and your laws are right and you're and they're fully trustworthy they're thoroughly tested and they're true like those kind of refrains can we pray that with him as we kind of trust the lord for what we're seeing around
0: Mm, I think yeah I think you're right and that boldness in praying it like let's pray like this like that is like I think what, what we're left thinking isn't it like I have the mm-hmm. same God he is at work in the same way when he says like the Lord is near that is true for me as well and so I can as I shelter mm-hmm. in the cross I can pray like this and I love I love that verse 140 your promises have been thoroughly tested in your servant loves and that just makes me that reminds me of just reading missionary biographies and just seeing that that they have been thoroughly tested. As I look around Mm -hmm. me and see other Christians literally testing it. and and
1: Well, and ultimately in the Lord Jesus, right? Like he's the one who's thoroughly tests every part of the covenant promise and he fulfills it. He fleshes it out. out. So actually we can come and we can lament in the way that this psalmist does with absolute confidence and hope. We can can pray these words in Jesus' name because he has thoroughly tested every part of the covenant promise. And I just love that. Like, How wonderful that we can pray these words with confidence. We can boldly approach the throne of grace.
0: So, so great.
1: I can't believe time's already, God. Flissie, pray. Pray (laughs) for us now.
0: (laughs) Father God, we we praise you so much that we can pray with boldness, that we can come before you um, without fear because of the cross. We praise you for the Lord Jesus and how we look at him and know that we can cry out with the psalmist. And so, Father, we cry out. Um, about the world that we see around us. We, we pray that you'd give us your heart, that we might long to proclaim you to that world that we see. But, but Father, we pray that you continue to be at work in our hearts. Please, would you drive us back to yourself through your word? We pray for our hunger for your word. We pray that as we're in it, would you open up our eyes that we might see more of your wonderful deeds. Father, we pray that you'd continue to do a deep work in us uh, by your grace and for your glory. Amen. Amen. As
1: we always say, this is really just the beginning of a conversation, isn't it? Um, why not pick up the conversation with a friend in your church family? Um, I've also found just, I've just been reading a stanza, maybe half a stanza at a time in my own uh, quiet times and my own Bible times, and just dwelling on the word for myself um, at a slower pace. Um, there's no way you can do four at a time like <laughs> we're doing right now, but just going at a slower pace as well, just really kind of beds in um, what we're talking about. Um do sign up to our newsletter if you haven't already. We send out a monthly newsletter at the beginning of every month. Um, it just contains some things we're enjoying around the internet that kind of um, hopefully will encourage you. And kind of, well, this season they've been Psalm related Um it, contains a little um piece of writing from one of us and just a few other bits and bobs doesn't it's it's our way of connecting with the outside of these episodes and we'd love you to uh, connect with us that way so the link is in the show
0: notes do sign up to that yeah stay in the loop that's our loop i feel that's the loop (laughs) (laughs) i mean my question really at this point is 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 the tea still good even though you know it's it's maybe a little tepid let me just quickly test
1: Oh, it's actually surprisingly good. I'm, I wouldn't want it like cold, but um, it's okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, that is, that is a
1: compliment to the tea for sure. Big win for
0: sure.
1: <laughs> um, great winnie to go. So yes. uh,
0: we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. It's sponsored by 10 com. Check them out for great discounted resources that point to Jesus.